You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The Voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. I'm Gary. This is Austin. And we are Midwest Mike's coming back at you live with another episode of Fully Loaded Kansas City right here on the Kansas City Podcast Network. Recording a little later in the day today on Wednesday than we normally do, but uh, hey, life happens, right? Life happens, uh, and you got to adjust, and you got to adapt, and you got to move around with it, and that's what we did. So now we got doing the afternoon show, afternoon show. With the afternoon beer, feeling pretty there good. Go. Um, yeah, I just got my iced tea. I just got my iced tea today. Nice. We're uh, still recovering from Sunday a little bit. Yeah, I I'm rec- well. I know I'm I'm more recovering. Uh, I actually I have recovered emotionally. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. So yeah, we'll we'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, just kind of want to start the show off. Uh, Couple, couple shout-outs, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Therese Paler, who was kind of a Kansas City icon. Um, neither of us have a personal relationship with him, uh, but he did cover starting with high school sports in Kansas City and was worked, worked his way up, covered the Chiefs, and then actually went national a year or two ago um, covering the Chiefs and the NFL for Yahoo Sports. So uh, he passed away this week at the age of 37, um, unexpectedly. So just uh, want to give a shout-out to his family and, and uh, you know, condolences and, and all those things to them. And if you have a – you know, if you if you did know him or you have a good story about him, uh, just feel free to share it below or, or on our Twitter or Facebook, uh, you know, just to let people know. From everything I've heard, he was a great guy and, and great at his job, so – I yeah, don't want to dwell on it too much, but we wanted to mention it. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard, too. It's just it's one of those stories like a gone too soon. I mean, really, yeah. the guy's our age, so it's just kind of crazy. So, yeah, just indulgence to the family and friends and anybody that knew him. And it's, it's hard. It sucks. Yeah. And then also uh, another Kansas City legend uh, passed away this week. This one w- was a bit more expected. Uh, former Kansas City Chiefs coach. Marty Schottenheimer uh, had many stops in the NFL as a coach. Uh, I want to say that he won everywhere he was, turned organizations around. I mean, when when he came to the Chiefs, like in the 90s, I mean, they, they were terrible. And he, he got them to where they were competing for championships. Obviously, he had done the same in Cleveland for a long time um, and had a couple – kind of fluke plays, you know, a fumble that kept Cleveland out of going to a Super Bowl and a John Elway, like, 90-some-yard drive uh, with yeah. with a minute-something left that, that kept Cleveland from going. But, uh, I mean, Marty Schottenheimer's a Kansas City legend. Major Kansas City legend. He kind of do, like, for your for the younger guys, you got Marty kind of did what he did, which is, like, took over a bad team and turn around, you know. 
really similar situation. Basically, it's just a uh, culture, a culture type thing, and then just you know, motivator. Like I say, one everywhere he went. And really, uh, if you think about this, I, I actually heard somebody mention it the other day, where they were. Uh, uh, it was a Cowboys guy, a Redskins guy, or something. It was to the effect of they were very happy that uh, Snyder fired him after his first year in Washington, after they went eight and eight with North Turner's guys because he was just about to start drafting and, and getting his more his style, the more physical guys. Washington probably been good for a long time. So instead, he goes 8-8, eight and eight, and then he moves on to, to San Diego and does really well there, just barely short of getting a championship. But, I mean, you would say that they every every year they were like one of the top teams, man, every single year. And same thing. Oh. The dude is like he's – I believe he's seventh winningest of all time. Yeah. I mean, he, he's up there, and, you know, it's something to be said about a guy who really does it in three different organizations, gets him on the brink of winning a championship. I mean, it's really hard to win a championship, but he did it, excuse me, obviously, like I mentioned, in Cleveland. Kansas yeah. City, Chiefs were really close under him uh, a few times, and then, and, and I mean, they were perennial powerhouse, really, in, in the AFC. I mean, when they were – one of those final teams. I mean, they lost to those great Buffalo teams a couple times and some other really good teams there in the AFC and then did it again. You know, he, he was starting to do it in Washington, as you mentioned, uh, but it was only given a year. Daniel Snyder, that will be one of the worst owners. I mean, that's another show in itself. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then to do what he did in San Diego, I mean, and just couldn't get past the Patriots, you know, Manning's Colts. But uh, it, it doesn't bother me. I guess it, I don't hold it against Marty Schottenheimer that he didn't win a championship. Some people do say that's the one knock on his career. I mean, I guess if, if you're in that business where you have to find something wrong, then, I mean, that that's the one thing you can point out, right? Yeah. What do you say? I mean, the only the Super Bowl thing for him would be like, okay, is he like the greatest of all time? No, he's not. No, there's no championship, right? But, yeah. like, all that other stuff, is he a great coach? Yeah. Yeah, great coach. absolutely. Seventh winning us all time, like we said. I mean, he's, you know, he was he's a great one. And uh, it's just too bad the big game, the big championship eluded him uh, for so many years. But, I mean, uh, his, his son, Brian, uh, graduated from Blue Valley High School, won a state championship there as a player. Uh, he's now coaching in the NFL. Um, so... I mean, obviously, great legacy. Uh, if you watched the football life on him, you saw also how important family was to him. And yeah. So, you know, just, again, you know, prayers, condolences. Again, not a guy I knew personally, mm-hmm. but uh, he did make it fun to go to Chiefs games, you know, there kind of in our formative years. Yeah, I mean, really the whole attitude of the stadium really yeah, started started with his era. Mm-hmm. Where very, very loud home field advantage, a major home field advantage, stuff like that. A lot of those characteristics still carry over. Um, so I did see something, uh, I, and I don't, I don't have it off the top of my head. He has a coaching tree. His coaching tree is like four guys under him. Uh, Cowers on there. Uh, John Harbaugh's on there, I believe. And there's like two other guys. Each of them have a, have a Super Bowl. And so that, mm-hmm. that's also kind of his legacy too. Like I said, I don't have them off the top of my head, but it was some, it was, you know, notable head coaches. 
I worked with him and then moved on and, and they always talk about how they really like working with them and stuff like that. So very, very cool. Yeah. And, and I know um, uh, in the, you know, in the high school coaching ranks, it's not as much of a business as it is in the NFL, but, you know, listening to, as he had kind of went to hospice, talking to Coach Uber that I work with, who's really good friends with Tim Grunhard, Kansas City legend himself, uh, he's, he said that the, the whole transition was really hard on Grunny. And I haven't spoken to Hoover or, or, or Grunny since that, since the, the death happened. But I know last week when he got moved to hospice, uh, Hoover said that, that Grunny was taking it really hard because Marty meant a lot to him. And I, and I think that says a lot about the man, Marty Schottenheimer. That, I mean, right. a guy who played in the NFL that long and as much of a business as it is, had a personal relationship, you know, with, with that guy. So, um, again, just – he did live a full life. Um, but, uh, you know, I we we do a Kansas City sports show, and so, you know, we're, we're going to mention mention a guy like Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, for sure. So, to move on to right. yes. sad news, to, to the other sad news, everybody yeah. knows everybody knows what happened, right? It's not like we have to go, hey, did you know Sunday the Chiefs got killed? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They, they did not play well. They got beat. They got beat down. Um, I was hanging out with a guy, talking to a guy yesterday about, you know, it's like this, uh, these guys want to go hard on the refs. Well, when you got, you know, Tom, when they say something like, Tom Brady's just, you know, when did he pay off the rest? And I'm like, to me, those memes aren't funny because I'm like, dude, dude, win the game. Win the game by a billion and you don't have to worry about the rest. Handle your business. Yeah, we got penalized more than any, anybody else in, the, in a half of a Super Bowl. Yeah, were some of the calls questionable? For sure. Just like every single game. Just like every single game. It's all right. Why'd they call it now? They're not calling it then. Don't matter. Don't matter. You got to win. So, I, I and, and the way I feel about it, you know, it's Wednesday. I feel good. I'm fine. I feel like the Chiefs are going to be contenders for a, a long time, as long as Mahomes is playing QB. I'm good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, our stance kind of with, with officials on this show the whole time is, you know, d- don't let them decide the game. And I don't feel like they did. I mean, no. you're right. Some of the calls were questionable, and, and you can look at them. And, I mean, if you analyze it, yeah, some of them were, were a little out there. But at the same time, don't let it come down to that. Handle your business. And at, at the end of the day, the Chiefs did not. I mean, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. And you're not going to win a Super Bowl when you don't score an offensive touchdown. So, right, you know, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, we, we've said he's the GOAT. You know, I, I knew we knew it would be a good game. I mean, I think we both thought it would be a lot closer than it was. Yeah. You know, we both thought the Chiefs would win. But yep. at the same time, like, if you would have told me the Chiefs didn't score an offensive touchdown, I would have said you're crazy. Yeah, me too. Just, you know, because nobody's going to hold that offense without a touchdown, right? I mean, and I think that's the thing that nobody's really talking about is Todd Bowles' defensive game plan against those guys. I mean, 
and a comeback after giving up, you know, all those yards to Tyreek Hill in like week nine. And then to come back and really shut him down for the most part in that game and shut down the whole offense. Yeah. I mean, he just blitzed and blitzed and blitzed. He said, their O-line is beat up, banged up. They're not a full strength. I am going to blitz these guys, and I'm going to make Patrick Mahomes move around and have to think on his feet and be able to beat us. And on Super Bowl Sunday, Mahomes was not able to do that. Now, again, he didn't play terrible. Like, I think I'm with you. I think that Chiefs are still a top contender in the AFC. Odds came out. They're still the odds on favor to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As of right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it, Chiefs fans, don't don't get so down. And, and I hate the people that blame the refs. Stop blaming the refs. It's not – it's not the referee's fault that the Kansas City Chiefs got beat 31-9 to on Super Bowl Sunday. It's just – it's not. Again, it's the, dog, the dog's saying hi. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a combination of Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's goat, and we didn't play well at all, and their defense was, was like, rocking it. I mean, like, yeah, like you said, uh, Pat Mahomes got paraphrased where it's like uh, – he said something like he had never seen – he had never really seen that kind of defense before, so he, he already started watching tape because uh, he says he feels like other teams are going to watch that tape and take some of the stuff that, that the Bucks did against him. And so he's already studying. Uh, oh, is it today or Tuesday? When is he getting sur- – he got surgery today? I think he's getting surgery. The surgery is scheduled for today. Um, right. Well, turf toast surgery. Yeah. Now – did that did that affect his game? Maybe some, but I don't think it made the the difference that some people are making it out. Either. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think it does. I mean, does it make a difference? Sure, it makes a difference. But like, does it make game altering difference where you don't score a touchdown? No, no, not yeah. at all. So you know, he still looks like he ran around fine to me. Yeah, I think so too. So I mean, it's one of those things that you know. It, it's just like, look, this, this is easily their worst game in a long time. From the beginning of the season to Super Bowl, it's four different. I mean, like from when we started on our offensive line, four of the guys are down, and it's four backups. And for some reason, 92% of the dropbacks I saw, uh, Andy only kept five guys in the block, which is crazy to me. I don't know. So, And I think our game plan, they just – I think they game planned 100% incorrect. Just – a hundred percent incorrect game plan. That for 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 I mean, I just it was crazy. I still I mean, had all the way to the fourth quarter, and that's when I said, "Okay, this ain't this ain't happening." Yeah, and I mean, if if you think about it, still since Patrick Mahomes has started, became the starter for the Chiefs. I mean, three straight home AFC Championship games, and an offsides from going to three straight Super Bowls. Right. You know, I mean, and if you look at it, even Tom Brady, who I think now you, there is no argument against him being the GOAT, but in his 19-year career, been there 10 times and won seven of them. So even in 19 years, he's still only been there 10 times. Yeah. So it's not like that's easy. I mean, Mahomes has been here for three years, and he's played in two of them. Yeah, I saw a funny thing. It was like, uh, what is it? So Brady's played 19 years, is that right? Yeah. So he's 10 Super Bowls, 19 years. If you do the percentage on that, it, it's uh, 
was that Tom Brady has a better chance of making it to the Super Bowl every year than Steph Curry does of making a three-pointer. Yeah. What? I mean, it's it's what? just crazy. It's just <laughs> unbelievable, right? Like, and he's coming back. He's coming back. And then now I saw today, uh, today or was it the other day, did you see the running back that's trying to get signed by the Bucks? Oh, who's that? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh. Yeah, Adrian Peterson had a Brady jersey and everything. It was like, hey, man, sign. Hey, I'm ready to come down there and get a ring. Let's do it. And I'm like, uh, so Fernet is a uh, free agent. He probably, go, he probably goes and gets a decent deal. And the Bucks should just, just sign him. Just sign it. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. He'll probably play for not much. Yeah. And Brady's only making like twenty five million. Yeah, they're under the cap. They're under the cap right now, and that's without even that's that's without even like cutting anybody. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's pretty yeah. cool. Bucks are Bucks are also another team that's kind of set up to be yeah. to be good again next year. Um, Any anytime you got Tom Brady, you got a chance. Yeah, I would think so too. Way too early stuff. Uh, we were you know we're talking about odds coming out and stuff like that. So in the AFC for sure, KC. What do you think about Buffalo? Just way too early prediction, but Buffalo, what do you think? Gut, what does your gut say? They stay the same rate or a little, uh, little, little dip? I uh, think a little dip. I, I think a little dip. Not, I don't think enough of a dip that they're out of the playoffs. Like a t- for me, like a Tennessee dip. Yeah, like they they still get in. Um, their division will be better next year. Obviously, Miami's going to figure things out. I think. Uh, I think I don't think Bill Belichick goes seven and nine two years in a row. No, uh, all depends on the the QB, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think they could take a little bit of a dip, and I mean, the Jets are the Jets. So the the only way, the only way the Jets get up out of the okay, so great head coach hire. For, I think a great head coach hire, and if they somehow pull off. The Deshaun Watson trade. Yeah, I yeah. think he, I think the rumor is he's okay with New York, right? Yeah, I think I think Deshaun Watson is going to end up in either San Francisco or Miami. Okay, that's if what I, in, If you put him in San Francisco, who? Think of the quarterbacks then in that division: Stafford, Watson, Wilson, and Murray. So that's not four pretty good dudes. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Um, but, you know, speaking of quarterback carousels and, and whatnot, um, we briefly touched on it last week. Or right, Was there anything else on the Super Bowl you had before we – No, I think that's it. And, I, you know, it's moving on to next year. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, Dak Prescott, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. I, I did not wear any Cowboys gear. I only wore Chiefs gear during the playoff run of the Chiefs to support Kansas City Chiefs, the hometown team. Even when we went to Dallas, did not wear Dallas gear while I was there. I wore Chiefs gear. I thought that support, was great. To support the playoff run of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, boom. But anyway. What a nice, what a nice guy. I know. So, but Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys are not – close to a deal, according to Adam Schefter. I talked to him just before this, and he says that uh, Dax still wants that big money, and yeah. Jerry don't want to give it up because he's coming off a pretty gruesome ankle injury. So it looks like right now, 
plan is for the Dallas Cowboys to franchise tag Dak Prescott again. Now, the last quarterback, and, and help me if I'm wrong here, but the last quarterback got franchise tagged twice. You already know him. You know him. You like that. You like that. You like that. You like that. Or Cousins. And if I'm not mistaken, they moved him about the time, like they tagged him and moved him. I don't think he played under the tag that second year. Oh, I I don't know, Gary. I think he might have played through that second tag. Did he might have played through the second tag? I'm not 100% on that. I mean, okay. I, I don't know. We'll get the research department on that. Get him going. I yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so, I, you know, I, I get both sides of this thing. If I was Dak Prescott, I would tell the Cowboys to go kick rocks. Like, hey, you didn't sign me last year, and I got hurt. So, go kick rocks, man. Like, I'm just – I'm a free agent. I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, but as a fan, a Cowboys fan. Real quick, uh, real quick. He's a restricted free agent, right? I. So I'm not 100% on that. Right, because Cowboys have the option to franchise tag him. Then, he, yeah, he has to be a restricted free agent. He's, restri- yeah. he's restricted. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like he can just go sign with anybody. But right. still. Okay. He can look at his options. Um, if a team offers him, Dallas gets the opportunity to match it. And I think if Dallas does not do that franchise tender by a certain date, he does become unrestricted. I think so. I think you're right. Um, Free agency. So, yeah, big brains. So, uh, as a fan, I just want him to get the deal done. Or, you know, hey, let's let's – Sign him and, and send him down to Houston and get Deshaun Watson up in up in Dallas. I'll take that too. I mean, if I'm dreaming, I was gonna say, is that the, is that your perfect scenario right there? I mean, if I'm dreaming, why not? Just let's trade quarterbacks, keep them both in the state of Texas, and let's go. Um, but I, I honestly don't think that happens. I think it's gonna come down to that franchise deal, and then will Dak play under the tag? Right. And I, if I had to guess, he, he will play under the tag because that's a lot of money. That's a yeah. lot of money. I mean, it'd be like $38 million or something. Yeah, so like every week he'd be losing. I mean, I, I don't even want to do the math. I mean, every week he'd be losing a ton of money. Yeah. We're not playing. So I think in just kind of knowing, I think he's a high-integrity guy. I don't think I don't think any of this stuff has to do with integrity or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah. oh, he's being greedy. He's like, nope. I feel like I'm a I'm a top ten, maybe top five guy. You know, I, I should get paid like it. Mm-hmm. He's looking at he's looking at Carson Wentz contract going. Hey. And and so for people who have compared it to Wentz's contract, I've said all along the Eagles overpaid Wentz, so Dallas shouldn't have to overpay Dak because Philadelphia made a bad business decision. Um, but. You know, I'm with you. I think that – I think if, if he ends up getting tagged, I think he plays. I just think, again, it's too much money for him to leave sitting on the table. I would hope that they get a deal done. You know, you, you really don't want your leader, your quarterback, to play under that tag. But the, yeah. uh, I guess another thing, too, is the Cowboys, actually, if you think about it, there's some, there's some options. There's some options for him, that quarterback. 
You know, they yeah. could they could try to get one of those guys on, on that might be cheaper for them on the free agent market and say, hey, Dak, we don't we don't need to pay you this. We can go get a, you know, we could make a little. I don't know. We could trade around for, you know, whoever, you know, Chicago might be looking to move, you know, Nick Foles or something like that. You can go get Foles, you know, that's yeah. the same as Dalton, but really, I mean, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of guys moving around. Jimmy G's available, you know, we can, yeah, I mean, that's leverage. Thing, got leverage. That's another thing that, that Schefter keeps talking about is that he, he thinks that the, the over under on new quarterbacks next year is 18. 18 teams of 32 change quarterbacks. Really? And he said he'd take the over. So, <laughs> I mean, we've already seen two. Hey. So, you know, it, it seems like there's going to be a lot of lot of changes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, uh, I do know that uh, even like Denver that has Drew Locke, I heard they made a play for – they made an offer for Stafford. Mm-hmm. You know, probably it wasn't anything close to what the Rams did, but they yeah. made an offer. There's really only a few teams that are like 100% set at QB, you know. Yeah. You know, technically even even Pittsburgh's not really. They could still yeah, move on not yet. Man, and it ha- he hasn't restructured yet. Uh, Saints. Still don't uh, know what Breeze is going to do. Is Winston a free agent? Uh, I think he is because I think it was a one-year deal. But I think their plan is if Drew Breeze retires, they're going to re-sign him. Um, but if Drew Brees stays, they might they might give him his walking papers. Gary, you could finally get your dream quarterback too, though. Actually, you could, Who's get, that? You could get Cam Newton. Yeah, no. If they, <laughs> if they sign Cam Newton, oh, I, I'm, Newton. Out. I'm hey, out. Here's an interesting Fitz Magic. Hey, I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I don't um, know if he's a free agent, but think about this: Miami don't need two quarterbacks. They could trade him for some. They, if if he is a if he's not a free agent, tell me a team wouldn't throw a third rounder for him, a second. Yeah, rounder. third or fourth round. Yeah, sure. And then they won't have to pay that salary. Miami could draft like a quarterback in the fourth round or sign another veteran or whatever. Like this is magic. He would. I think he would fit in on some teams that like say some teams that are built really well because I don't think he's ever been on a team. That's already like ready. You know what I mean? Like he's always been on the teams that are like coming up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I like little Fitzmagic. That's interesting. That's an interesting name. Fitzmagic. Yeah, that's interesting. Um so also Russell Wilson uh on yesterday mm-hmm. on the Dan Patrick show made some comments about, you know, uh getting sacked four hundred times uh this year and He's been the most sacked quarterback over over like the last three years in the league, other than Cam Newton. You know, uh, so Russell Wilson kind of making some comments. I, I think that because it kind of dominated ESPN this morning that I was watching. Yeah, I think it, it is. More, yeah, but I think they're making more out of it than it is. I think it's him just saying like, "Hey, we need some offensive line help here, guys." Uh, I don't think he's running out. I don't think he's going to request a trade. I mean, Seattle's one of the best organizations to be a part of. You got Pete Carroll, great coach. Um, I mean, I won a Super Bowl there. He's got his big money contract. You know, I, I think he's just saying I need a little help. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we, you know, anybody I talked to about it, and the first guy that told me about it, he's like, oh, man, Russell Wilson said he wants out of Seattle. 
And I was like, no, he didn't say that. So I jump on Twitter and I'm like, no, it's not what he's saying. What he's saying is he's frustrated because he's getting sacked all the time. Yeah. That, you know, I'm like, so he's putting, the, I mean, I think it's all it is. He's just putting pressure on the draft O line. So what they'll do is they'll probably draft O line. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it's not even. I I think it's being blown out now. If any new news, if anything new comes out, okay, you know. But as far as it, the story is right now, this is a non. It's not nothing going on. This ain't a non. Yeah. This is uh, those those shows have like two hours to fill, and they gotta have something to talk about. So they throw in the oh, rest of stuff. They can do a fifteen minute segment on that, but <sighs> me here. We touched on it. I mean, neither of us think it's really a big deal, so. It's not. Talk a little college hoops. Yes. I'm trying to think if there's anything else NFL-wise. Uh, oh, should get Carson Wentz trade this week, right? That yes, was- it, it should happen this week. I think Indy probably. I mean, Frank Wright, the familiarity. Yeah, better fit between. They got a, they got a big tax space. Yeah, Bears, Bears and the. Colts are the front runners. I think he's a better fit with the Colts. Yeah. Uh, Frank Wright. So for the right price, for the right price, sure. Right? Yeah. Oh, and also after our conversation last week, uh, I, I called on Andrew Luck, and he told me he's more retired now than he was when he left. So he said he's good. I'm glad that you got those that inside information. Yeah. So he, he said he's good. Say he's good. He says not nothing's going on. Yeah. Does, that, that, is that, does that lead you to think those leaked those uh, leaked text messages were bullshit? Um, probably. They probably were. Never really. Or maybe he was meeting with Ursay about something else. Totally possible, since Ursay is known for taking care of his boys. So yeah, like maybe maybe he was like, "Hey, you got something I can do, like in the office or something." You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Luck went to Stanford. He's a smart dude. Yeah, if he's bored, I'll say he's bored. Ursay, I'm sure Ursay has some kind of work for him he could do. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, he's, he's not coming back. But, uh, all right. Well, Iowa Hawkeyes, they've been killing me, man, killing me. OS, OS who? Yeah. Beat him. Beat him. Uh, yeah, so Iowa has lost two in a row uh, to Indiana and Ohio State, which last we talked was – the day of the Ohio State game. Then they lost to Indiana on Super Bowl morning. So that kind of started off my sports day, was watching Iowa, Indiana, (laughs) and Iowa losing. So maybe it's my fault I gave bad juju to to the Chiefs. Hey, hey, good teams. This is is college basketball. Good teams. They go, you know, they go on on little slides. They slide a little bit. Yeah. So this is why good teams bounce back. Because before that, they had lost to Illinois and then Indiana, also. So they've lost to Indiana twice in the last five games. Um, well, Indiana's though a tough matchup for them. Yeah, and their their only win was against the Michigan State team, who's not the traditional Michigan State power that that we've come to know and love. But uh, I mean, anytime you're you're in your conference play, I think that. Another thing here in Kansas City that we've gotten accustomed to is that there's one dominant team in conference play because of the way we've seen KU dominate the Big 12. Love them, hate them. They dominated the Big 12 for 15 years. Um, they did. That, that's not common. It doesn't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen all the time. So 
for that, like, I think that we're a little used to that. And even me watching it, you know, even though I'm not a huge KU fan, I follow the team. And so they're, they're, they're down this year too. But, I mean, you're right. I was on a little slide here. Tonight, they, it's a top 25 matchup. I mean, that's nothing. Indiana's not right. So it's the Super Bowl Sunday morning. It's a bad guys are in Indiana. Bloomington, Indiana. I mean, who wants to be in Bloomington, Indiana anyway? Especially on Super Bowl Sunday. Not not me. Yeah, not me either. So, uh, it's probably a hard game to get up for. But tonight they got Rutgers um, coming in to Carver Hawkeye Arena. And I was a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And I'm going with them to cover. I think this is a bounce-back game for them against the top 25 opponent. Iowa's currently ranked 15th, uh, sliding a little bit after being seven last week. Right. You know, they're losing four of their last five. But uh, Iowa gets back tonight with a W. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the Iowa train probably the rest of the year. So, me and you on Iowa. There you go. Boom. Um, Rutgers, real quick before we move on, they're on a four-game win streak. They're hot. So that's, that's what got them into the top 25. But that gets snapped tonight. They don't get the okay. All right. They better cover. I would need to cover. I was going to come. Next matchup is uh, number 10, your Missouri Tigers travel down to play an old-ranked Ole Miss. Uh, They are a two-point favorite, Ole Miss. So, I guess they get two points at home, even though there's no crowd. I don't know. Or limited crowd. That's weird to me. Missouri has won four of their last five. The one loss was at Auburn. Um. Ole Miss has won three of their last five, including two in a row. But their last win in that two in a row was Auburn. So the team that beat Missouri. So Ole Miss, I guess that's how they come up with them being the two-point favorite. Uh, I don't know. But uh, this, this to me just feels like a game – that a Missouri team that I've followed from afar will drop on the road. Oh. Like, kind of not show up, not play well. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to take the favorite here, uh, Ole Miss, to cover. All right. Obviously, I'm going to go MU. The yeah. other thing is I'm a fan, so that's it. And I feel pretty good. I feel good, pretty good about number 10 team getting two points against the unranked team. So. Yeah. And, I mean, what I – would I be shocked if MU went in there and won by 30? No. Because um, they're the better team, I think, on paper. But just following Missouri sports over the years, I mean, they it just seems like every time they get put in a big spot, man, like they just they lay it in. And I can't even – you know what? I, I, I can't even – I got nothing for you. I can't disagree. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that to bust your balls here. I just – This is it. This is the maybe. Hey, hold on. Maybe this is the year. This is the year Missouri makes it to the final four. Hey, maybe I, I will say this: Everyone Kunzo else Martin, Kunzo Martin, friend of the show. That's true. Everyone I didn't else. understand a word he said the whole time, but he's been on the show. I don't know. Anyway, though, very good. I'm like, oh, okay, very good. And yeah, he, you got some good recruits oh, coming in, coach. They all, hey, they, uh, they, you know, they, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, 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 great. 
Good yeah. interview. Thank you so much. I learned very. Yeah. I learned a lot. And the whole time he's just telling you, maybe talk. You don't even know what he's talking about. No, maybe. Maybe, maybe. He's talking. He's talking strategy. Hey, but whatever he's saying, he's getting his team going because they're the number ten team in the country. You think they walk in? They walk in the the huddle, or like they're they're, <laughs> they're huddling up, kind of timeout. And that's how he's talking. Hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? So then he has a translator. Like, hey, what coach is saying is that you gotta do this. Oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> like like Key and Peel, the anger anger translator. <laughs> you got Kenzo Martin, you got the coach translator. Kenzo he comes Martin in and goes, All right, this is what coach, coach said. A mumble translator for Kenzo Martin. <laughs> Maybe what coach is saying is uh he's hungry. He needs a sandwich. Wait, no 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 no. Hey, but hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. But in all seriousness, these guys' team played really well. I mean, they're in the top ten, um, top ten team. So can't top argue with the results. Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah, really. Um, all right, and then you picked out this last game. Uh, it's it's near and dear to your heart, so I'll let you kind of hype it up. Near and dear to my heart. I like the it's uh, hashtag Thank You Pepperdine, inventor of. Salad fork. <laughs> I support them all the way. Pepperdine University today on the road at San Francisco University College. I don't know, college or university, whatever. They are on the road in San Francisco, making the long trip from uh, from I think from San Francisco to San Francisco. Pepperdine plus three and a half. I'm rolling Pepperdine. Malibu. Pepperdine's in Malibu. So okay, so they're going Malibu north. They gotta yeah. go north. Long. They gotta make the long trip up north. That's not gonna affect them. Pepperdine at four o'clock, which this show probably won't even be out yet. But no, it's coming out at eight p.m. Well, that's fine. This, that's all right, fine. this is a retro retro show. Now you can you can make fun of me while after this game is over. Uh, but Pepperdine plus three and a half. Book it. All right. I'm looking trying to look up. On, are you looking it up on action? No, I'm, I'm trying to look up the uh, – so it's the University of San Francisco. I want to know what their mascot is. I'm going to pick this based, based on, on the mascot. What's Pepperdine? What, what's Pepperdine's mascot? Oh, the Waves. The Waves. The Waves. Okay. Let's see what we got mascot? here. I don't know. Let's see what sure. we got. I'm trying to look here. Site menu. It's not a very, not a very friendly site. Uh, yeah. Athletics. Here we go. Dons. They're the Dons. What? The Dons. 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 D O N S. D O N S. Yeah. They were the Dons return to action, hosting Pepperdine. So the Dons. Is that like a like Don in the Mafia? San Francisco Dons. They're ten and eight. All right, I'm taking. Them. I'm taking the Dons. I wish it was on TV. It's, I don't think it is. No, <laughs> oh, it's, it's on uh, the WCC Network. NBA Sports Bay Area or NBC Sports Bay Sports Bay Area near Fire Stick it. at the Fire Stick. No, I don't have it. I'm a. I don't have all that hacked out shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh that. They're the Dons. So, like a Mafia Don, I guess? I don't know. 
I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just take San Francisco to cover, uh, just to go opposite you, and that they're the dogs. All right, cool. So I I do owe you from last week. Okay, we'll see how this week turns out. You know, yeah. potential to tie. We'll no, yeah, yeah, potential to tie. We're both on Iowa, and then we're opposite on the other two games. So we'll see what happens. Go. Yeah, season goes on. We'll get more into. Now that the uh, college basketball – or, sorry, now that uh, NFL is – NFL season's over, we still got we still got a great offseason. Mm-hmm. Now, now that the season's over, we're moving on to college basketball. And then – Yes. And then guess what we move on to after that? Major League Baseball, baby. Let's go. Let's go. If, if we get year. a season. Huh? If we, if we get a season, they – you know, they're fighting over when to start and how many games. Uh, but we'll get it. Oh, okay. It's happening. We'll get it. We'll get it. So, you get, you right get now, my those. full attention, my full attention, sports attention for the next month will basketball. be on college basketball. Um, and two, then hopefully. Uh, two months, right? Yeah, probably two months. Yeah. Because it's what? It's February 10th. So, yeah. Um, get it. So, about two months. Because uh, the national championship will be done, and then hopefully it will be that perfect time to start Royals baseball, baby. We'll start betting on a hundred uh, baseball games, and we have no clue who's going to win. Yeah. Uh, always bet on the Royals. Don't worry about that. Yep. We got. We uh, got to see what the over under win total is. Yeah. We can hit up our buddy Joey, who thinks they're horrible. Yeah. He'll take the under again, and then I'm we'll sure win that will. five bucks. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Um. Yeah, so quick shout-out. Hey, my daughter turned uh, 12 yesterday, so. Yeah, I saw some pictures. They're very cool. Yeah, so don't talk about that a lot on, on social media or anything, but happy birthday to uh, my daughter, Lily, turning 12. Old man. He's an old man, just like I you. am. I am. Old man. Old man. But you got anything else this week, man? That's it, dude. That's it. All right. Well, uh, make sure you check out all the great content on Kansas City Podcast Network. Soon, very soon, hopefully, we will be recording again in a studio uh, live at an undisclosed location, which we will disclose once the contract's inked. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to make more than uh, McAfee. We're going to make more than Dan Dan Patrick. Really? Oh, and Cowherd combined. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I quit. No, <laughs> you quit my job. Yeah. Quit my job. Hey, the deal's not done yet. Hey, I need my job back. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no, we are working on something big here on the network. So I'm excited for all the talent that are here and have put in the hard work. Um, everybody's show is great in their own way. Again, whether you're a sports fan or not, um, check them out. Yeah, check everybody out. That is, I was going to say, just like you said, uh, everybody's, everybody's show is like a little different. It's not like the same – it's not the same show all the time. So, that's really cool. So, Like, you know, sometimes I do feel like when I'm watching ESPN, I see the same show like four times in a row with different people. Right. So, that, that's not what the Kansas City Podcast Network is. So, if you're on the YouTube channel or if you're watching this on Facebook or Twitter, jump over to YouTube and, and watch somebody else's show and – let them know what you think. Um, and we're always looking for suggestions on how to make our stuff better. So for sure. if there's something you want us to talk about, 
just just let us know and we're pretty easy to find Midwest Mike's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Yep, Snapchat, everywhere. So just hit us up. So all right, well I'm Gary. This is awesome. We're Midwest Mike's and we'll see you guys next week. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netflix.